You're listening to the Utah Man Podcast, bringing you the latest news and analysis for your Utah Utes. Now, your hosts, Cameron, Ryan, and Scott. Welcome on in to the Utah Man Podcast. On this episode, we're breaking down the secondary to give you a preview for the 2008 season. I'm Cameron. We got Ryan. Hey, you nation. And Scott. How we doing? We're doing great. Breaking down the secondary on this episode. We did break down the defensive line and linebackers, the front seven there. Um, we had Brian Brown from Ute Zone come in and join us on that. So if you haven't listened to that after this episode, go back on your favorite podcaster, iTunes, Stitcher, even at our home, utomanpodcast.com, and listen to that breakdown. Help you get you set for fall camp in the season. Okay, so last episode I said that the linebacking group gave me the most concern going into the season. I'm completely opposite with the secondary, with these safeties, these corners. I feel the most confident with this group. A lot of talent coming back and a lot of young talent coming back. I'm but excited a lot of for this group. Too. I mean, a lot of them got a lot of playing time last year. And I'll tell you, I don't I mean... I want to see him all play, and I want to see him all play well, but I'm excited to see Marquise Blair back on the field. That guy was unbelievable. I I think that uh, the first day of fall camp should just be used um, to size everybody's fingers for rings <laughs> because <laughs> we're winning the dang thing this year. Oh. We are stacked. Look at Look at this secondary. I mean, you got Jalen Johnson, Marquise Blair, Julian Blackman, Javelin Guidry. Okay, just on the surface, you've got Julian Blackman who's locking down one side of the field. Okay, then you've got Jalen Johnson who's got the other side of the field. Guidry is going to be your nickel down uh, again with uh, Tariq Lewis behind him. We haven't even talked about Tyrone Smith, who's coming back off injury. Um, big, big guy, big size. Malone Mattelli, who's uh, joined the program. Corian Ballard, Vontae Davis, joining the program at a Blinn College. Seriously, there is there is depth for days. Josh Nurse, again, interesting between Tyrone Smith, Josh Nurse. Tyrone Smith six four, Josh Nurse six three. Um, so some depth and some good size in the secondary. And not only that size, but the speed that's in the secondary. No, it's, uh, it's yeah, very fast. We it, even talked about Corey and Ballard, Philip which, which Corey and Ballard, he struggled the early part of last season, but again, he was a Juco. That's typically what happens. Guys that get thrown into the fire. It, that's a pretty big jump going from uh, Juco to, to D one football. But he came on late in the season and really solidified uh, the free safety position. And uh, I, I think it's going to be great because Mal- Malone's going to be able to uh, back up him um, and, and get some reps um, moving forward. Terrell Burgess got a little bit uh, of playing time and had some opportunities late in the season at the strong safety position. So I uh, I I'm really liking where where this defense is, um, especially as we kind of focus here on 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 the strong safety position. I mean, if you're Morgan Scally and you you look at your secondary roster, you're just like, wow. 
you've got so much talent, so much depth, and think of all the ways that you could utilize these guys. Dude, the the circus defense is going to be sick. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. It, it allows Morgan Scally to be more aggressive with that front seven. Oh, yeah. It allows him to take a lot of risk with with blitzing, knowing what he's got back there, knowing that there's guys that can help cover where linebackers are, are blitzing in. And that's a great problem to have as a D coordinator to have these many guys on your roster that can play at a high level. Well, I mean, Morgan's kind of, he's a pretty aggressive coach. So John Peace was great, but he, he, he played a pretty traditional defense, was not super aggressive, not a ton of blitzing. It was very successful. Morgan definitely... He's kind of a little bit more uh, like Sataki was um, back before Sataki lost his coaching ability. But, um, <laughs> I mean, he blitzes. He, he He's very aggressive. And, and that came to bite us a few times on third down last year where we blitzed and gave up a lot of big third downs where we just couldn't get off the field. Now you bring Gary Anderson and his circus defense to mix in with Scally. And I'll tell you what, there's there's potential to see some pretty cool things defensively this year. Do you really think we're going to see the circus no, defense? No, but I, I'm hopeful. <laughs> <laughs> so we are all pretty high on, on the secondary, and rightfully so. But I want to kind of get your guys' thoughts on this. Are there any sort of weaknesses or things that you – maybe think that other teams can can exploit this coming season they're obviously most of them are still young um a lot of them had playing time last year at but some of us freshmen um so they're only they only have a year of experience one area of concern could be blair's penchant for being too aggressive and being well, getting targeting calls. Well, but see, the Pac-12 officials, every year there is one call that they focus on and they just go crazy So on. we're moving on to it. So we're moving call. on. <laughs> They've done the targeting. You know, this year it's going to be like illegal substitutions every other time. <laughs> so it's going to be something else. But, I mean, yes, that is obviously something to, to worry about because the guy just plays at a at a speed and kind of almost a recklessness that uh, most guys don't, but that's why we love him. And that's why he makes plays and the, and the hits that, that, uh, that he makes. So obviously he's coming back from injury. That's going to be pivotal to see how well and how healthy he is. And if he can be um, himself, you know, obviously and this is not an NFL defense. Yeah. There's going to be weaknesses and there's going to be times where they get picked on and, where I see this defense excelling is as deep and experienced as the secondary is, I think that's going to help the pass rush. I mean, we always talk about the D-line makes a better secondary, right? If you can get to the, the quarterback quick enough, it makes your secondary look good. They don't have to defend for quite as long. Well, kind of the same same situation. I think... Being that we've got some lockdown guys, our corner spot is really deep. I think that's going to allow our defensive line to a little bit more time to get to the quarterback as the quarterback has to hold on to the ball a little bit longer for guys to get open. And so, obviously, it's a team game. Every 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 position has got to be doing their job and working together. 
But I mean, overall, I, I think this is just another year where Utah's got the ability to have a, a really good defense. And we haven't talked about this yet, but hopefully we'll finally have a good offense that can match that defense. And if that's the case, guess what? Ring shopping. Makes, makes things a little bit easier for that defense instead of having to hold teams to 14 points a game to try and win. And uh, yeah, let's just size these rings. I, this is the year. I think that if the if we do win, I say we because hey, we're youths. <laughs> if if we win the the Pac-12 championship, Travis when? Wilson should be there in his oh he's green he is presenting leading, the rings. He is leading the parade. <laughs> he is in the first car as the uh, what would we call that? The, as the grand marshal. The grand marshal. I mean, I could just see him kind of pulling a little happy Gilmore. My right arm is just a tad longer than my left. (laughs) So getting back to the secondary, uh, let's focus on the corners real quick. Who do you think will be the starters coming game one against Weaver State? Corner position? At corner. Oh, I mean. There's no question. Yeah, no question. Assuming injuries don't derail, you know, this, I mean. You're obviously going to have uh, um, Julian Blackman on one side and Jalen Johnson on the other. Do you think Tyrone Smith can compete for that? Oh well, I, I think there's. I mean, in, in, I think in spring get... in spring ball. I mean, of course, there's injuries and they kind of help guys out. But Tyrone Smith was technically the starter on the left side. I I, I, yeah, I kind of see him like see a it. like a Brian Allen who's good enough to get. Some pl- uh, quite a bit of playing time, but probably not the starting well, and, role. And espe- especially in the Pac-12, I mean, how many times did we see it? You've got you got four DBs out there. Teams spread you out. They 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 load up four wide receiver, five wide receiver sets. So you're gonna you're gonna have you know you're gonna have those three guys out there plus javelin in in the nickel spot. So you're uh, you're gonna see plenty of opportunity for all of these guys, and it's. Whoever whoever outside of those top two rises to the top, they're going to get plenty of opportunities. And yeah, I, I think uh, Tyrone Smith or T Boney, as uh, as uh, Tyrone Corbin likes to call him, I he's got that opportunity. And with his size, if if he can play the position well enough to stay on the field, then that's that's huge for us. Well, and I, I agree with you guys. I, I think we'll see Blackman and Johnson, both of the corners. Uh, now the safeties. But you know what I really want to see? Yeah, go ahead. I want to see Gidry intercept one deep in our own territory so that we can just see that speed unleashed. He he picked off Arizona like at, what, the, their 10-yard line? So we didn't even get to see him unleash his speed. And he's a special player. Mm-hmm. He's a special, special player. With him going into his sophomore year, do you guys think that he can take an, another step forward in his game? He better. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think, I mean, I think we just saw the beginnings of what he has to offer. To come in as a true freshman and play at the level that he did last year is pretty impressive. I mean, he kind of took Booby Hobbs' job away from him as a senior. Yeah, well, Booby Hobbs kind of gave that job away, too, but that was Booby <laughs> um, or Mamory. As, as the uh, BYU fan base likes to call him, but um, no, I mean, but but I, he still took the position. He came in and he played well, 
and and he kind of battled some injuries late in the season where you know he wasn't getting consistent times just because he's he's battling some of those but obviously if guys can stay healthy i think he's got the ability you know he's not real big only at 59 but with his speed and his quickness he he covers really well Okay, so now the safeties. Who are you guys having um, starting at the safeties? Well, I think Blair, assuming he's he comes back from the ACL injury and he's healthy, I think he's no question he's a starting uh, strong safety. And I think it's a toss up, at least in my opinion, between Afia and Ballard for the free safety position. Yeah, Afia. You know, Afia struggled a little bit last year. had had some okay games. Um, so I, I, I look for him to really step up and kind of uh, take that experience that he got last year and show what he can do. Um, obviously, Blair's, Blair's pretty well proven. It's just going to be whether that knee is, is well enough to, to allow him to do what he does. Terrell Burgess is kind of the question mark for me to see what, to see what he can do. He, again, he got some opportunities late uh, last year to come in and play in the strong safety position. And and that can only be helpful for him moving forward to get him some game experience. Um, you know he he couldn't really stick at the corner spot, so uh, I'm hoping that he's maybe found a home where he can uh, he can really because I mean he's got good size, he's got great speed, he's a four four guy. So getting him on the field is, is important. Anybody with those attributes, a highly recruited kid, so. I'm hoping that the safety position is a little bit better fit for him moving forward, and that uh, um, because regardless, you're always going to go throughout the season, and guys are going to get dinged up. So you you can't say, okay, Corian Byler, Demarcus Blair, they've got it locked down for the entire season. That just doesn't happen in today's game very often, where starters start all 11, 12 games. So uh, you've got to have that depth behind that the guys can come in and uh, and hopefully you don't have the drop off, and that's that's the name of the game. That's what the USC's, the Oregon's, um, heck, the Stanford's of the conference. That's what they do, and that's why they're consistently at the top and winning Pac-12 championships. That's what that's really what has held us back. We've had those opportunities to win the South to get us in a position to win the Pac-12 tournament. Uh, or excuse me, Pac-12 title, but the depth when guys go down is what has killed us, and so that's really, I think, that's the only thing that I think is keeping us back as a program from being right there to win a Pac-12 title. Well, and I think, I mean, that's a great point, Scott, and I think the last couple of years, we're starting to see that depth get better each and every year, um, especially with the secondary you know, as we said, new guys coming in, uh, Lewis, Vontae Davis, Quinn Fabrizio, uh, back from his mission, guys that haven't played in a Utah uniform yet, but I, I'm excited about, and I think all of them can contribute some way this season. Yeah, and, th- and they're going to get their opportunities because, again, it's a long season, and uh, there's a lot of snaps that take place. So, you know, they may not get consistent uh, but they may have opportunities throughout the season where they got to step up and play play majority of a game if somebody goes down or you know a specific matchup that uh, that Morgan likes um, with them on the field. So they're going to get their opportunities, but uh, you know at the same time it's kind of one of those things you don't want to see them too much because you really want to see Blair and Ballard out there consistently doing their job um, and staying healthy. 
And again, that's kind of the key, obviously, is if, if Utah can avoid any of you know the major injuries on both sides of the ball, I think we've got the schedule, I think we've got the talent, we've got the ability to get the job done this year. So it's just, uh, can we finish? Can we do it in November? Big question. November. All right, so that will do it for our kind of preview breakdown of the secondary. Ryan, where can people find you on Twitter? At Drum and Feather. Drum, the letter N, Feather. Scott? Yeah, uh, Uteman underscore forever. I will be there forever. And you can catch me on Instagram and Twitter at Utah Man Podcast. And you can always catch our show, as I said at the beginning, at iTunes, Stitcher, and at our home at utahmanpodcast.com. And if you haven't yet, go check out our first episode of the series of the position breakdowns. Uh, we have Brian Brown from Ute Zone on there breaking down the front seven. Uh, until next time, when we start talking offense, go Utes. Go Utes. Go Utes. We'll be till I We're good. Let's cut it. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are their own and are no way affiliated with the University of Utah. And to help uh, give us a little breakdown on the secondary, we've got uh, Tyrone Corbin. They'll be joining us, <laughs> giving us a little breakdown. Hey, Tyrone, hey, good, good to have you. Oh, it's good to be here. Uh, yeah, you guys got milk? Let's talk some uh, some secondary here. All right, Kermit the Frog. <laughs> Hi ho, Kermit the Frog here. Hey, uh, who's number uh, four, Tyrone Smith? Why do they call him T-Bone? <laughs> In one area that probably has some concern for all of us is Marquise Blair's ability to draw flagrant. I'm like flagrant fouls, but I'm like targeting. <laughs> targeting. <laughs> let me let me rephrase uh, well, that. Uh, flagrant foul. <laughs> Technical. <laughs> Technical. <laughs> let me let me rephrase that. <laughs>